It's Tech Talk with Rob Chang from PCMatic.com on Talk 94.5. delve into the deep dark web and the world of cyber attackers with Rob Chang. Good morning. Morning, Liz. Yes, good morning. Of course, Rob Chang's with PCMatic.com. I wanted to ask you, Rob, I I saw that there was a uh, cyber attack in an Idaho hospital. Had to send ambulances elsewhere. That's a life and death situation. Yes, actually, um, that happened, and now, so that, obviously that's not the first hospital. Well, Thailand's Health here, here got hit with yeah. ransomware. Scary they stuff. Didn't have to, they didn't uh, divert, that. Mm-hmm. but I mean that that's happened numerous times. Uh, and actually, I think that one person died. Yep, that um, because they got in, in Alabama, and there's a lawsuit about that. That's mm-hmm. the first known death actually because of a hospital going mm. down. Um, so yeah, that that that's 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 it's really uh, accelerating now. The one that I want to talk about is Augusta, Georgia. Um, yes, I saw that too. Augusta's down in, and so the reason that this one's really interesting to me is because Augusta is the home to the Masters. We know that, but it's yeah. also the home to the Georgia Cyber Center. Now, oh. In addition to that, that is also home to Fort Gordon, and that's the Army Cyber uh, Cybersecurity Center of Excellence is sitting in Fort Gordon. In Augusta, Georgia, is this a uh, a brushing back off the plate? No, this is a sign of people not working together. I, oh. I actually had met the people in Fort Gordon. I mean, they do know cyber, and the people I've gone to this. If you haven't been to the Georgia Cyber Center, it is it is an incredibly expensive building. Mm. I mean, right on the river there, but but really made for cyber. And all those people know a lot about cyber as well. There there are different levels, right? But the city. I mean, they're not getting um, – they, they probably don't even know each other. The people who are doing cyber for the city and the people uh, at Fort Gordon, for example. I mean, they don't, they don't get together. They don't talk about cyber. That's, that's the problem is uh-huh. that we're not sharing information. The, the people that know a lot, are, they're just thinking, well, I'm just in it for myself. Right. That's the problem. What are we the other do- thing I figured oh, out yeah. just recently is uh-huh. that I think that part of the issue here is that Americans don't – understand that cyber is different and that there is no national defense for cyber. Mm-hmm. For example, if all of a sudden, and I don't think this would ever happen, right, Because, uh, but, but so that the Navy of, I don't know, China came after us and they came in, well, we would, we would, um, our, our Navy would take care of that. That would be our national defense. Right. If we don't have to do anything. The Navy would take care of it. Mm-hmm. You know, the same thing with Army or the Air Force. All of a sudden, their planes, there are Air Force, would go up there and put them down. And we citizens, we don't need to do anything. That's true. Right? Now, in cyber, and, and, and it's very possible, I mean, I don't think anyone denies this, that Russia could attack us. Yeah. You North know, on Korea, cyber. Iran, North Korea can. China. But they have, actually. They have already. Yeah. They have gone after everything, but they can. Mm-hmm. Well, in this case, there is no national cyber defense. There's nothing here there to protect us. It's really up to us to figure out how to defend against a nation-state attack like this. Uh-huh. 
And so, so that's the thing, and that's, that's kind of what well, my new message now. That's my idea behind cyber cities. There's a nation-state attack. Everything is down. Everything related to a computer is down. Wow. Nation-state attack, right? I mean, which is, I mean, for example, a hospital. I mean, really and truly, a hospital, they're down. They have to divide. But you know what? They'll manage. They will manage if they have no computers, as long as they have electricity. Now, if they don't have electricity, that's another thing altogether. We're very dependent on on the computers, but we're also dependent on electricity, and the, and the, and the computers are dependent on electricity. Mm-hmm. But it's, so, so you're assuming that if you can keep the electricity up and you can keep your computers up, the next thing you want up, in case, in case everything's down, you don't know how much money in your bank account, you don't, I mean, everything's in question, you, you, in order to avoid panic, is that you need the government up and running. The government has to stay up and running if, if everything else is down, or else, or else we will I mean, have chaos. But you can have a generator, okay, or more, you know, more than one generator. But what do you do when all your computers are locked up? I mean, right. Well, well, if you, if you don't, if you can have a generator on your computer, but you really want an area that you have all the electricity. So, so there's no going to generators or all that because not everybody has a generator, nor should they. Right, because you're relying on power. You just don't want that power going out. So really what I think the most important thing is for a city, so I'm calling this cyber city, right, is that a city needs to figure out how to keep itself up and up and running during, during a nation-state attack mm-hmm. and then how to keep your electricity up. So then, then you it, can go, is, go and do is there a triage. Way? And can, yeah, there's a way. No, one, no one's focused on it. I mean, everyone's, just, everyone's in it for themselves right now. Uh-huh. And, and I think a lot of people are just thinking, well, uh, just like any other attack, uh, the 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 military's got it, and they don't. Because I mean, by, they... by design, I'm not. I'm not, this not a, I'm not faulting our military. Actually, our military has some of the best, actually, not the best cybersecurity um, talent in the entire nation. I wow. mean, they they definitely have all the talent and the leadership and the you know all all the right mindset. But that's not what their job is. Is to create the national defense. Mm-hmm. Is I thought there were some governmental entities that were created for this, Rob. Well, yeah. So we have CISA, right? Actually, so we have this uh, in 2018. Um, uh, Trump created uh, CISA, Critical Infrastructure Security Agency. So that was five years ago. They created it, and the way I look at it, is they behave like a five-year-old agency. They're still trying to figure out what they're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, and but, so they I haven't mean, been impactful. They got a long ways to go. Yeah, they haven't been impactful in shoring up. Like a plan B for us. No, no, no. Yeah. That's really not their focus. I mean, they just came out, for example, with a bunch of uh, guidelines uh, on ransomware. Uh-huh. And uh, and they, they came out with one three years ago. They just updated it this year. But you can and, you know, find it's, that it's really from your bad. local IT company that specializes you in can, cybersecurity. And theirs is wrong. I mean, but theirs is wrong on top of it. Yeah, so, wow. so I, but, I mean, but they're just getting started. So I thought maybe they're they're going to go, you know, and and correct some of their advice over time. But a lot of it they just reiterated. So um, that that's just too bad, right? I mean, I mean the, the one thing that uh, CISA has is a lot of money, and they you know, they go on sixty minutes and they say, you know, how bad the problem is, yeah. and, and then you should go and follow this advice. And most people don't anyhow um, right. because a lot is wrong. I have a question for you, Rob. We just heard about this story, and Nick didn't hear about it yet. So for those who don't know, um, there the U.S. Air Force is denying it has conducted an AI simulation in which a drone decided to kill its operator to prevent it from interfering with its efforts to achieve its mission. And it was a, you know, kill is in 
quotations, meaning that it was a simulation. But an official said last month that in a virtual test staged by the U.S. military, uh, an Air Force drone controlled by the AI had used highly unexpected strategies to achieve its goal. And when the operator was telling the AI, you know, to kill this target, kill that target, and then when it saw another target to kill, the operator was saying, no, 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 that's not an enemy. Don't kill, don't kill, called it off. The thing turned around and killed the operator from trying to stop it from killing what it was supposed to kill. And so people were, you know, taking this like, okay, this is a problem. Now, I don't know if it's true or not, because the U.S. Air Force now is denying that this happened. Um, But it really goes to show how, what, you know, this is taking cybersecurity to a whole nother level with AI, is it not? I mean, what are you hearing? AI, so... AI right now is a buzzword. I mean, and so they use a lot to try to sell things. So you people are more likely to pay more money for something that quote unquote has AI in it. All right. Um, and and so a lot of people are buying stuff that way. But what I tell people is following is that number one, if AI is going, whether it's, the question is whether AI is going to help us or is going to hurt us. AI is a tool, and so therefore, if um, people are attacking us. They're going to use AI, too. We can also use AI to defend ourselves, but they're probably going to attack I mean, everything else, all the other tools they use before we can use it for ourselves. Then the question is, why aren't they already using it then? And the question is, in my opinion, is because AI still, as you're saying here, still isn't very advanced. Um, the, be- the best uh, example we have of AI in our lives is actually the Amazon Alexa. Mm. And then you can ask yourself the question, how often does Alexa get it wrong? Right. How often do you have to repeat yourself? How often is it just wrong as do it? And so that that is that is the state of AI, and that's probably the best AI that we can see. And it's not good enough to go and do the things you're saying. Mm-hmm. You know, Rob. You I know, can, another I, example I, is okay. AI. AI mm-hmm. is driverless cars, right? right I mean, which right. they've been talking about. Actually, by now they said we would, everything would be driverless, mm-hmm. and it's not because and that and that's one that it ought they ought to be able to figure that one out. Yeah. I mean, because what, what AI is good at, AI is good at two things. AI is good at doing things faster than humans can do mm-hmm. and more consistently than humans can do. Okay? Right. But it can't do things that humans can't do. AI is not able okay. to do things that humans are unable to do. Uh-huh. I mean, and so there, there, there's this hope there that, 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 that it can, That's but it, it's not point. that smart. It can't, can't be smarter than a human. Okay. It can do it faster than a human. I'll tell, I'll tell you something. I have to ask you a question because something happened to me over the last couple of days that's never happened before. Um, I was thinking, literally thinking about something, and it popped up on my phone. I mean, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't even say it. I hadn't said it. Literally thinking twice, two days in a row, and it made me think for a second, like, what is happening here? It's that chip <laughs> the, in your brain. The, I feel like the phone, <laughs> and, and, and this is the AI about the phone, you know, like the AI, like it freaked me out because I almost felt like the phone was in my head. I mean, I was so, literally thinking about this item and this particular, you know, entity of whatever it was, and it literally popped up as an ad on my phone, and I'd never seen that ad before. So I would say that, and I, you know, I don't That's know. That's how exactly intuitive detail, the AI it can be. 
The ad would be more of a function of something that you're doing on the phone. It's not something you're thinking. So if it's I, I know. Like it if you swipe on something ridiculous. or you type something in the phone, I did and then it. it will look at those words, and then, then it could go and try to infer you know, what ad they want to put up there. But it's not it's unable to go and I read swear. your mind. I swear it's that's happened. how it felt. And and my, I, 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 my point I, I, is, it feels to me like it's a coincidence, right? It's just a coincidence. Yeah, but it was two days in a row because the first time I thought it was a coincidence, and then it happened again with a different topic. And then I thought to myself, the phone, the a. I'm just trying to explain, um, to, you know, to reiterate what you're saying is the AI can't do something that a human cannot do, but it can do everything that a human does do, or or is thinking, you know, like is it's intuitive, and so it. Carrying this phone around 24-7, it has become so intuitive that, you know, sometimes that helps you when it's intuitive. But sometimes... um, I want to add one more thing about what what AI is doing. So AI needs data. It needs data Uh in order to go and and figure out how you're going to behave. Yeah. So when when I'm analyzing this, I said, well, there's not a data set about how Liz thinks, right? And you're not filling it through your mind, whatever this data set is, like, like cars. Cars is a good one because there's a lot of data on how cars should be, you know, and humans drive cars pretty well in general. So it should, they should be able to do that one. And as we know, they haven't, and this is a really big deal because obviously it's, it's public safety, right? But, but yeah. I mean, in general, and people I mean, have died. Yeah, actually, think about Alexa. I mean, Alexa is, you know, you ask it a question, you know, and, and uh, so it's, it's, it's in, you know, doing English, that there, and there's so much data on that. And then, you know, what, what are the answers to simple questions? And, and so that one, it, it should be able to do, right? And it should be able to do that very well and consistently. And, and unfortunately, I mean, Alexa, and I, I have one for the last 10 years or something, it's not still consistently correct. No. Siri never gets right? what I'm right. asking. Or it's, I don't know never. the answer to that one. Hmm, I get that a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and actually, so I think all of us, when you use Alexa, it's a very limited amount of things. It's just not like your assistant, you just are a person at all. It's just a you know, limited amount of functions mm-hmm. that you that you feel comfortable yeah. uh, giving it to. And then some percentage of the time, she still gets it wrong. So that's the state of AI, and it's not able to go and read your mind or those things. It's really well, it feels just, like it does because it is so intuitive and remembers everything you've been typing in and saying and talking good. about. And so it feels like it's out of the blue because you haven't talked about it in the last 20 minutes. And so that's why it was startling. <laughs> you know, first time, well, like I said, so I thought it was so coincidence. So now you're, get, you're actually now getting into the privacy issue, right? Is that, okay, yeah. so how much of what you're doing, not in your head, you can do whatever you want in your head. You still have that freedom. But what you're doing um, on your devices, whether that's on your phone or what, do you want that all being stored somewhere? You know, and got, and then you know whatever it is that you're doing there, then that information can be resold, and then then it gets mm-hmm. into an AI engine and all that kind of stuff. That's all happening. Yeah. Right. And so the question is whether whether you could is there are ways and there are actually PCmatic is going to be not for your phones yet, but soon um, introducing our VPN was a week next week. We're going to be introducing our VPN so that that stuff doesn't happen. They cannot tie the information on your device. Can I, can I be your first you're customer? Back to you. <laughs> I want to be your second. <laughs> we want to be your first customer for that. Um, I, you know, we're speaking with Rob Chang of PCmatic.com. Um, you know, there is, I did see an article, and I mean, you probably read the news that comes out of MIT, 
Uh, but the, I did see an article uh, a few months ago talking about computers reading your mind. And I'll, I'll never forget, I was in like 10th grade and Mr. Lamonico, my literary professor said in high school, he said, hey, I just found out there's a computer that can read your mind and print out everything you're thinking. And the whole class went silent. Everybody was like, what? <laughs> you know, you're, like, like you're, in, you're in like 10th grade or whatever. And, and, and he's like, oh, I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. And I, I'll never forget that moment. Like, wow, that's scary. Um, and so here we are, fast forward, I don't know, 35 years, however long I'm out of school. It is, they're saying that there are technologies that are going to be able to do this. Um, that will take the data out of your brain. I don't know how it's going to work other than you. It doesn't. I mean, that, me. I know a lot about computers. I mean, I, I, ever since I was a boy, I was way into computers. And then, you know, my first job was, was in a Texas Instruments with uh-huh. computers. Yeah. And then I went to Gateway. And now, I mean, my entire life has been computers. And I can tell you that computers can't read your mind. And that's why, I, I, even I in the next know, hundred Rob. years... Unless you're part of the plan. <laughs> Rob, you're trying to throw me off the path here. No, that's, it's, uh, let me just try to explain this. I mean, so in your, uh, it, this has to do with analog versus digital, right? Uh, computers are all digital. They're all ones and zeros stored, you know, on these massive hard drives and put into memory, all that. Mm-hmm. Well, everything in your uh, brain is analog. Mm-hmm. So, it's, so therefore, you have to have some way of translating yeah. from analog to digital for it to get into a computer. And so, and that's what we're doing on our phones is that you're kind of translating what you're in your mind into digital things that then a computer can read. That's what you're doing on your phone. That's what you're doing on your computer. You know what I was just thinking, but, Rob? We could really use You need a secondary device there. You, you need a secondary device there in order to translate from analog to digital. No, and it's just I, not I your can't. brain. There's lots of things. I mean, the world is really more analog. It's not di- a digital. I mean, the world is really an analog world. I mm-hmm. mean... I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. But I just feel like there is some conversation about that and, you know, AI becoming so powerful. But um, I just think, like, could you imagine if we did use AI and, like, like see all the similarities amongst people around the world? Wouldn't that be a cool data project to look at, <laughs> you know, well, the that's, analysis? I mean, actually, my, my wife, what's it called? Uh, Gosh, uh, you know the the DNA testing. She, my, yeah. my wife did that uh-huh. for our, my family and my extended family. Whenever we have people, uh, she has a bunch of them here. Whenever we have people over, that's family. She tests them all. I mean, really? and then she puts up. She does. She's, she's into this thing. <laughs> and so, I mean, and then you can kind of see those things. Although I, I have to say that it's a little interesting, but it's, it's not to the point that you you're saying that you can see all the similarities and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very actually it's very um, skewed toward the United States. You know, my my heritage. My parents were born in China, and so there and there's not a lot of data over there. Again, it has to do with you know where your where are your data sets, mm-hmm. and then you can the more data you have, the more yeah. accurate you'll be. Hey Rob, we have a question on the PCRX Mobile Outfitters text line. Has John Connor been born yet? <laughs> John Connor, that's the guy in the Terminator. Skynet. <laughs> Well, I, I, I don't think I, I have a good answer for that one. haven't really thought about That's that That's what I thought. All right, so the computers cannot read my brain. We're a long way off from that right now. That's what you're telling me. But they me. can read everything you put in your cell phone. Yeah. Everything you put in your computer, unless you try to protect your privacy. You know, a lot of people don't care, right? Late. I mean, 
Hasn't that ship sailed for most of us unless you're, like, born today? <laughs> so, I mean... You know, you know, my kids are just so addicted to these things. And I said, mm-hmm. you know, I said, there was a time when nobody had them, and, and life was fine. Yeah, it was <laughs> great. It, it was. was. Great. Yeah. You watch those old movies, and you're like, wow. <laughs> you know, nobody could call anybody. I mean, like, like yesterday, we were interviewing Vietnam War veterans, and this uh, gentleman that we were interviewing said that he was trying to contact his brother for such a long time to find out where he was going to be stationed next. And they, they, he was calling him, and he was calling them. They kept missing each other, and then finally they connected, and they et- ended up stationed in Thailand together. And it was the happiest day during the whole stint, you know, in Vietnam War. And I thought to myself, that would never happen today. We would know instantly. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, it, it took them a long time to connect um, to find out. Yeah, now with Facebook, you know, yeah. and. And all that kind of stuff is it, mm-hmm. those things happen faster. That's yeah. true. It's going to come become in vogue, I think, to be disconnected soon. It's going to be cool. I agree like with writing that. a letter, actually, writing letters. It's going to become cool again. You know, actually, the one thing I really don't like, I've talked about this last time, is cell phones because of the immediacy of things. I mean, so all of a sudden, you know, you have to respond to attacks immediately. An yeah. email, you can wait a day, but and I don't like that. Mm-hmm. And plus, Frequently on the text, they, they, they it's not very well articulated. They they mistype words, yeah. so you don't even know what's in there. Whether that you're supposed to respond to it, but, and so this this immediacy, I think, is, is harming people. Where people are not thinking as as deeply, and it's more emotional. Mm. Yeah, you know, and, and actually, I mean, we are we we are more emotional now, humans, mm-hmm. than than we've ever been in our history. I think because Set, of digital yeah, technology, yeah, like very sensitive to like what everyone's saying and liking and clicking and yeah, right. So yeah, we're more narcissistic. Yeah. I mean, we're certainly more. Uh, more uh, cognizant of our appearance than ever before, and I'm not sure that's very good. Mm-hmm. You know, and then everything is about now, and then everything is about your emotions. I mean, rational thought is on the decline, and that that's kind of scary. Yeah, make make uh, you know patience great again. <laughs> you know, we don't have any no, more no, patience. So part you know, I've talked about nation state attack, and all of a sudden, you know, there are, there are no computers and stuff. And I think, well, that's not really the end of the world. Having no computers is not the end of the world, except for certain things like banks. I mean, uh-huh. banks were very reliant on. Yeah. But you know, we can have. There was world. The world. The world was great, actually. You know, when when there were no computers, and you know, it's, it's possible fu- to it, live without them. It's funny, both of you said that because guess what the new trend is? Because all these what tech people are watching it and flip phones. Yeah, the simplicity of flip phones is back. Limited or no, almost no, no texting. Smartphone. Really crappy right. old cameras. They're buying these things up and trying to find the networks that still support this stuff, this media, hmm. and they're they love the simplicity of it. Yeah, and now Nokia is trying to chase that. Ah, a slimmer, less features. Good idea. No internet. I like it. Very limited texting. You know, mm-hmm. you get one page of Actually, another emojis. one, no GPS. I mean, yes. the, the I GPS, can't even I mean, find so my way out of the neighborhood are, anymore. Right? <laughs> GPS everything. <laughs> you know, and, and actually, I mean, that, that, that that's back in the, more in the analog world, right? I mean, mm-hmm. that's, that's, their initial flip phones, they, they were analog and rather than digital. Yeah. And they didn't have the Internet on there. And that means that they don't know where you are. You can make a call, and they don't know where you are, and they don't know who you made it to. Right. 
I mean, all that information is being saved right now. I right. mean, that was, you know, part of the Edward Snowden thing. Is yeah. That, I mean, all Absolutely. that information is stored in a database. And now, go back then, I mean, you have more privacy. Well, Rob, it's been very interesting getting philosophical with you. <laughs> <laughs> and we blew through a whole break talking about it. But, um, okay. you know, it's it's just very interesting stuff. And there is a bigger issue here. Um, uh, there you is. Know, so. But thank you um, for that, and we'll talk to you next time. If you want to find out more about PCMatic, uh, you can go to PCMatic.com. Thanks, Rob Chang. Great. Have a good weekend. Hold on, deplorables. The Liz Calloway Show with Nick Summers will be right back on Talk 94.5.